episode of the Touchpoints podcast by East Point Bible Church. I'm Matthew Carnegie, one of the pastors here, and this week I'll be kicking off a mini-series of my own spread out over the next several weeks called All Scripture, exploring different genres of Scripture, especially ones we tend to overlook, and explaining why each of them is vital to our faith and knowledge of God. So to begin with, I'd like to spend a minute explaining the rationale for this series. If we're honest, there are some sections of the Bible that are difficult to understand. And if we're still being honest, many of us would admit that we tend to read through them quickly without getting anything out of them, if not skip over them entirely. I assume most Christians know that this is not healthy, but many are probably frustrated with trying to grasp certain texts that seem so foreign to our understanding, let alone actually see how they apply to our faith today. Nonetheless, we shouldn't respond by giving up on those texts, but rather give them a few extra readings and even consult some other resources to help, such as good study Bibles or commentaries, or even our pastors. That being said, let me reassure all believers out there of two foundational principles to understanding Scripture. The first is that all believers have the Holy Spirit inside them, illuminating His Word when we approach it with humility and faith. Meaning, no matter how difficult a text is, every believer should be able to get something out of it that will strengthen his or her faith. That means that while those other resources I just mentioned are useful for getting the most meaning out of a text, everyone can get something out of a text. We can all take confidence that God wants his word to be understood by his people. The second principle to remember is what Paul reminds Timothy in 2 Timothy 3:16 and 17 that all scripture is God-breathed and profitable for our faith, meaning all of it is inspired and meant for God's people to learn and use to know him better. Some believers get excited about the beginning and end of God's word, but they treat the middle of their Bibles as flyover country skipping some of the parts of the Old Testament that are hard to understand and picking up again when the Gospels start. Now, I readily concede that there are difficulties in understanding certain parts of Scripture, but again, not so much that everyone can't at least get something out of them. But to ignore them is to miss out on some of the richest and most rewarding truths about God. Every Christian should treasure God's Word enough to believe and know that the blessing of getting to the bottom of what all of the Bible is trying to say is worth whatever effort goes into finding it. This, then, is the aim of this mini-series, an appeal on behalf of God's Word that every one of God's children would treasure every part of it so as to be most blessed by knowing Him in all the ways He has revealed Himself through it. With that in mind, we're kicking it off with one of the hardest sections of Scripture for many to understand, the Prophets. The prophetic books of the Bible, starting in Isaiah and going all the way to the end of our Old Testament in Malachi, can be quite a challenge. Prophecy itself can be quite controversial because of disagreements about how to interpret it, and individual prophecies can be hard to wade through because most were addressed to Israel and full of references to people, places, and events that would have been familiar to the original audience but are often lost on us today. Also, individual prophetic pronouncements can stretch over several chapters and seem very intimidating to read and put together. Nonetheless, the prophetic books, when rightly handled, can also be some of the deepest and most enriching portions of Scripture. Specifically, I want to highlight four key blessings we get from studying this portion of Scripture. 
The first is that reading prophecy keeps our perspective grounded. We all tend to get wrapped up in our day-to-day lives and forget that we're part of the much larger story of God's plan for humanity, meaning we're not all that different from the ancient world. Most prophets were addressing people who were so stuck on what was right in front of them that they either became complacent and thought their sins were being ignored, or they were despairing and needed to be reminded that God is still faithful even if we can't see how in the moment. How relevant is that to us today? We still need to root our entire perspective in life in the facts that a holy God must deal with sin and that he also will be true to his promises to his people and that perspectives will affect how we react to literally everything that happens in our lives. The prophets give us example after example of steering people's focus back to God's picture that serve as powerful reminders to us to this day. Another reason to study prophecy is that it helps us appreciate the rest of our Bibles more. The prophets are often who God used to form the links that connect what God did in the Old Testament to the New, and we see this constantly in their writings. They were constantly referencing what God did in Israel's earlier history to make points about what was happening at the time, yet the statements God inspired them to make were constantly quoted by New Testament authors to explain what God accomplished in Christ and is still doing in his people to this day. In other words, reading the prophets helps us understand better both what God did in the rest of the Old Testament as well as what he teaches in the New Testament. Prophecy makes one unified book out of the various texts contained in the Bible. So if we want to understand how it all fits together, we need to study the prophets. One huge blessing we don't often think about from the prophets is that their ministries elevate the importance of preaching God's word. Very few prophecies were simply meant to be written down and read later. Instead, they were almost all messages God inspired particular men to preach to particular groups of people to address particular situations. We want to celebrate that God inspired them to write those messages down with content that still teaches his people to this day, but we can't lose sight of the fact that God's first response to his people has always been to have faithful men proclaim his word to show them his will. When his people were in sin, he sent men to preach his message of warnings and calls to repent before he ever sent judgment. And when his people were in despair, he sent men to preach messages of hope to carry them through. But he always ministered first and foremost to his people through his preached word. That is still the way God operates today. And anytime we're tempted to think that hearing God's word preached faithfully in our churches today is of secondary importance... We only need to read the prophets to see how vital a ministry God considers that to be. Finally, we ought to all treasure the prophetic books because of the unique way they reveal who God is. All scripture is ultimately revealing who God is, but different kinds of texts do so in different ways. In the case of prophecy, we see powerful examples of God's sovereignty, yes, in controlling the events of human history well enough to predict the future, but also in his reassurances that even the events happening at the time, whether blessing or judgment, were ultimately happening because of him, even if he was working through human actors. We also see what his justice and faithfulness really mean by seeing them worked out through his people. 
It's one thing to name those as traits of his on paper, but don't they mean so much more when we see them demonstrated and how he has dealt with sin without ever stopping loving his people? It's the same with many other traits of his. The prophetic books put meat on the bones of how we describe God by demonstrating what those traits mean in action. How better to deepen our faith beyond just an academic understanding of God than to really know who he is by seeing him in action? Even more so, the prophetic books don't just say what he has done. Because he is sharing his words to his people, we also get to see into God's heart behind how he acts as he shares the reasons why he has chosen to act the way he does and the priorities of his that motivate his actions. All of us in Christ need to know more of God's heart to know more of God himself and keep our faith from becoming too abstract. And the prophets are one of the best places in his word to see that. Well, I hope I have made my case well for why every Christian should not only stop treating the prophets as flyover country in our Bibles, but even learn to treasure and drink deeply from them as the unique portion of God's word he intended them to be. More importantly, I hope you spend the time in them to see these truths for yourself. I pray this has been edifying to you as we seek to glorify God in all the ways he has chosen to reveal himself to us. Have a great week in the grace and peace of Jesus Christ. 